Shabbos of Kuf Mem Gimel. Today's first email comes from Avi Mendelbaum, who says that he works American hours while living in Israel, and therefore only gets to sleep three hours, and he gets up in order to hear and join the Zoom share, and afterwards he dives and goes back to sleep. What amazing dedication to learn Torah. Second email comes from Shmuel Eliezer Lampner, a yeshiva bach, who says he's working in yeshiva to grow stronger in Torah and Avaida, and to keep steady with Daf Yaimi. Thanks for bringing Yishmak to learning, which brings a thought. Perhaps there are Bachram that don't have a yeshiva to go to, and instead of wasting time, maybe should, they should join Daf Yaimi bandwagon. I understand that yeshiva guys, they need to learn Bi'ion, but Bikiyas is also something, especially in these times, in these hard times, maybe we could convince them to join us. The mission tells us that Bishamai are relaxed when it comes to Muksa, they hold like Rib Shimon, and therefore if you have bones that are not even Ro'i, Lachilas, Kelev, they're too tough and they're on the table, you can remove them with your hand. Where Beis Hillel, they'll hold like Rabbi Yehuda, you shouldn't move them with your hand, you should do Tugum and Atzad, lift up the entire table and tip it over and let the bones drop. Rabbi Nachman flips the sheet. He says Rabbi Hillel is going to hold like Rabbi Shimon, that you can hold the bones with your hand because you're passing like that, and Beisham are going to hold like Rabbi Yehuda. The Mishnah uses a Lashem Ma'avirim Pirurim. You clean carefully the small crumbs that are less than a Kazayis. This goes like the sheet of Rabbi Yechanan that says that you should not destroy Beodayim with your hands crumbs, breadcrumbs. If you have the pot of a pea, you took the peas out and now you're left with the shell. Since it's roi for behema, it could be animal food. Therefore, you can move it with your hands. And like Rabbi Shimon who holds, that there's no noilad. Although it started out for human consumption, but today the peel is no longer roi lachilas adam. It's only for achiz behema. It's not muktzah. If you have a sponge, you should not use it to clean a surface because you'll do schita on Shabbos. Unless it has a handle. But if it doesn't have a handle, even if you think that you're not going to have any schita and water is not going to come out, it's usher because everybody agrees, even Rib Shimon who holds that if you don't have intent, it's mutter, but when it's a secretion, when it's 100% going to happen, like in this case, when water is going to come out of the sponge, if you use it, even Rib Shimon agrees that that is usher. If the sponge is completely dry, now it's a klisha you're permitted to move it, if you need to use the actual sponge, or you need the place of the sponge, and that sponge is not Mechabal Tumah because it's not one of the four things. It's not a baguette, it's not wood, it's not metal, and it's not a sack. There are two types of dates. There's an inferior type, armiyasa, that when you open it up, part of the fruit sticks to the pit. So that does not become muktzah. You don't have human consumption versus animal consumption. The entire thing is animal consumption. But when you have a, a really good date, then once you open it up, suddenly you have in front of you, you created animal consumption, and that is muktzah. The Gemara goes on to say, although you're allowed to move it because it's garbage, you're allowed to move garbage off the table, but different Amirayim had different ideas of how to get rid of it. Shmuel would put it on a piece of bread, the bread became the buses for it, and he would take it to the garbage like that. Shmuel holds, you're allowed to do all sorts of things with bread, as long as you don't destroy the bread. Rabbah would put it in a water cup and take the water cup to the garbage. Ravuna Breder of Yehuda, Yeshua, says that what you do is you eat enough of them where it becomes disgusting and you create a graf shorei. Says Ravashi, are you allowed to create a graf shorei on purpose? Shesha says, what you do is you spit it out with your mouth, you spit it far, and you get it to the garbage. Rapapa would throw it behind the bed. Erev Zechari ben Afkulas, who's mentioned in the story of Tishabav, he would turn around and spit it behind the bed. And with that we finish, Perek Noitel Adam Ezbenoi.
following parak is called Chavis. And the Mishnah discusses what happens if you have a barrel that breaks and you want to save the wine. It's coming out heavy. And you have smaller kalim. If you have a large kli, you can save as much as you want. If you have smaller kalim, then it depends how many meals you have left in Shabbos. The max you're allowed to save is three meals. If you have only have two meals left in Shabbos, you can save two meals. You're allowed to call in your friends so they, they save three meals worth apiece. You should be very careful, says the Gemara, says the Mishnah, not to absorb the wine that's spilled with a sponge. And don't use your hand and then try to rub your hand on a cleave. That's what they do in the weekday. It's usur. If you have fruit that's scattered everywhere, you can pick up very a very small amount and eat it, but you do not use a vessel like a basket to go gather all the fruit. That's uvdin dechal. That's what you do in the weekday. It's usur to squeeze fruit. That is the isser of dash. And if you set aside the fruit for squeezing the fruit, and the liquids came out all by themselves, according to everybody, those liquids are usher to drink. But what if you set aside the fruit to eat, and the liquids came out by themselves? Shmuel, Machleg is Rav Shmuel. Shmuel learns in Rabbi Yehuda that in the case of grapes and olives, Rabbi Yehuda is going to admit the Chachamim that even though they came out by themselves and they were set aside for food, it's usher to drink. And in all other fruit, Chachamim will admit to Rabbi Yehuda that if the liquids came out by themselves and they were set aside for food, you're allowed to drink it. Because all of these fruits are not for squeezing and therefore Chacham didn't make a And where's the Machlaikas? Machlaikas is in a very small category of berries and pomegranates. Where Rabbi Yehuda would say that you're allowed to drink from it because since there's people that do squeeze it, Chacham would say, no. According to Rav in Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda will hold even by olives and grapes, the worst category where everybody seems to be squeezing them, he'll hold that if you set them aside for food consumption and they ooze liquids, you're permitted to drink those liquids. Because we're not chayshish, we're not concerned that perhaps he'll change his mind and say, yes, I want it for liquids, and then he'll do a different time, he'll squeeze them. Rabbi Yochanan is like Rav. The Rabbi Yehuda is consistent in his shita that all fruit set aside for food consumption, if they ooze, you're allowed to drink from them, but the halacha is not, not like Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to olives and grapes, the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to other fruit. Have a wonderful day.